Hi, everybody. Welcome What's back. Up? You know what? What? We don't have to forget the number today because it's 160. And that's 160. a great, easy number to remember. That's a number that's unforgettable. Madison just woke up. Everyone, good morning and welcome to this episode, Podcast 160. Ding dong, it's a podcast. Good this morning. This is the episode where Madison wakes up. Good morning. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Same. Same. Happy Sunday. Same. A blessed Sabbath. <laughs> and to you. And with your spirit. <laughs> anyway, you better go back to sleep. I love you. Okay, bye bye. Okay. Okay, no, I know you are. Say hi to my mom. Um, guys, welcome back. Episode 160, Ding Dong's podcast. Said that third time. Guys, why, why isn't every number divisible by 10? Well, it is, technically. But yeah, it's like, like in practice or like cleanly. But like cleanly, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is episode 170, the next time. Sure, but maybe not. Yeah. Because then won't. there's other ones in between there. Right. But when we, we get there. we Eventually. <laughs> off to a hot start. Yeah. We had a poll that I put up on um, our Twitter account, at Ding Dong Podcast plug. It's um, a tetherball. Huh? Nothing. It was a shitty joke about a poll. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even good. That doesn't even make I, sense. I know. Zane, it wasn't even good. What? Tetherball's on a pole. I know, but. <laughs> Tetherball. <laughs> Little boys. <laughs> so, I put up a poll, and it said, since we can't agree, what do you consider two lasagnas stacked on top of each other? And I'm sad to say that 83% of you were incorrect. <laughs> This honestly was one of the better debates we've ever had because we used to put up poll questions all the time, like yeah. the would you rather's and stuff, and we get decent responses, but it was always like five votes. This one got eighteen, and a bunch of comments, and it seemed like correct me if if you agree or don't agree, Zane, but yeah. it since a majority eighty three percent voted one lasagna, yeah, it seemed like the major distinguishing factor was top cheese layer, and if they were pre-cooked or post-cooked. Here's the thing. I spent an inordinate amount of time putting thought and effort into this. I mean, this same. <laughs> because there were people making great arguments on both sides. True. Um, I think, I honestly think the two lasagna people made some better... Mm, I'm not going to say overall better arguments. Sure. I think there were some better constructed arguments that just like missed a couple. Uh, okay, that's fair. As a, a two lasagna, factors. right? As a two lasagna person, I'd agree with that because there were interesting one side arguments. But I feel like there, the, yeah. Here's what I settled on. Yeah. Here's what I settled on because I do agree with you that if you cooked two lasagnas and you let two lasagnas sit out of the oven mm -hmm. and then you stacked them right it would still be two lasagnas that's how i was imagining it here's here's the counter to that mm -hmm. when you take a lasagna fresh out of the oven sure and it's like too hot to handle too hot to do anything with essentially right. that top cheese layer has not set Correct. that is that is 
it's still like cooking essentially. Right. So if you go straight from oven. Oh, important update. What's up? Ew, guys, Matilda just ate a fly. That was the important Yum. update for Madison. Good work, thank you, Matilda. Mat- thank you, Madison, and good job, Matilda. Keeping keeping the spiders unemployed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's fine in this house. So if you take them and you could somehow just like open the bottom of the pan and set the first one sure. on top. That's one lasagna because they're going to still be cooking and they're going to cook themselves together. Here, right. here is the other point that I can, or the other conclusion that I came to. If you cooked a four layer lasagna, mm-hmm. you couldn't. Right. You think about how long you have to leave a lasagna in the oven to right. cook it through. There is no way you could cook even with like a good convection oven that moves right. the air well, you can't cook through. You're going to end up with cold or raw spots in the middle or, or you're going to burn the whole the fucking outside. thing. Right. So if you want that extra thicky lasagna, and we you, <laughs> you have to cook two and combine it into one. And whether you decide not to put the cheese layer on one and combine them, that's up to you. I agree. But I think if you did it quick enough... You could keep that top cheese layer. Just hide that in there like a little Easter egg. Sure. You know, the princess and the pea kind of thing. Yeah. And some sensitive people are going to notice that cheese layer. And most people aren't going to notice that cheese layer. I think that is a a common ground we can settle on. And I think Ava put it well. Fan of the show, Ava. Yeah. She said anything put together after it's done being cooked is two. All it has to do... With if the cheese is melted into one or if they're two separate cheesy delicacies. And that's exactly what you said. Yeah. So I feel like we've solved the lasagna debate. The answer is yes <laughs> to, this, <laughs> to this one or two questions. It's an inclusive or. Is yes, it one man. or two lazo- lasagnas? Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, but I, I was glad to see the engagement. Guys, if you have any other big pressing questions like that that you want us to vote on or figure out for you or settle debates on, debates, we're happy to. That's what we're here for. That's what we got a whole gosh darn podcast for. Yeah. No, just let us know with your crazy questions. Sorry, I have been, we have yeah. talked about this on here. I'm trying to buy something on Marketplace. Nice. What are you buying? Wait, can uh, I know what you're buying? Yeah. Okay. I'm, bu- I'm buying some some powder skis. Hell yeah. So a couple weeks ago, Trevor and I went to um, Lost Trail. Nice. Because we woke up one morning, or we we, had, we were planning on going skiing anyway. Right. Super Bowl Sunday. Discovery usually runs a discount that day where it's like 25 bucks. Right, which is a great and deal. Yeah. It didn't seem like they were running it this year, and we didn't mm-hmm. want to take our chances of driving all the way there. Sure. And like, if that was the only reason, because everywhere else has better snow, unfortunately. I yes. love Discovery. Their snow has been ass the last few yeah. years. Um, so we decided, hey, we're not going to go up there. We can just go, like, we'll just suck it up and go to Snowball um, and and just deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then Trevor was like, ah, well, you know, I've really been enjoying, he has a pass to Lost Trail, and I've gone to Lost Trail this I year like as Trail. well. And it was like, ah, you know, like, maybe we should go there. And then he's like, oh, maybe we should check the snow reports in the morning. Sure. And they're like, okay. And this was right, like, the couple days before it got real shitty. Right. Um, And... So we wake up in the morning and he goes, 
dude, I know we were going to just go to Snowball, and I know it's a little late to get started now, but Lost Trail got 15 inches last night. We're going there. And I was like, yeah, okay. I can't argue with that. You're right. I'll be ready in 20 minutes. He's like, cool. So we hop in the car, and we start driving. And we get halfway down the Bitterit, and it is absolutely nuking. Like, the roads are fine because they had been, like, prepared for it that morning a little bit because it snowed the night before. Right. But, like, active whiteout, like, just getting nuked. Right. And so we get up there. Not only had they got that 15 inches, it just hadn't stopped snowing. Oh. There was, like, 30-plus inches of new snow. There were spots where I was belly button deep at 6'5 in powder. And my skis are little baby 89 boys. centimeter or 89 <laughs> millimeters underfoot. They are park skis. Right. Like, and they're not, I don't ride super long skis. Like I'm, I'm riding 179s right sure. now. <clears throat> and so he's on a board and he right. brought his powder board that day and he was having trouble and he is a pretty good, good boarder who yeah. he, I mean, he does backcountry riding. He, he rides like, competitions every year when they have them like right. he goes and ne- I, neither of us have ever worked that hard right um and so i was like well shit man like i can't even if i turned wrong or i stopped i would just sink because right. my skis were too narrow to keep me up so i was like okay well i better you know just suck it up get some powder skis just in case i want to ride some different stuff then sure normally just going down or if i'm like if i'm going with him i'm going to take different skis because he rides blacks double blacks right where i'm usually riding you know blues and the occasional black depending on who i'm skiing with that day yeah right and you just have to be able to get down the mountain different Mm -hmm. anyway so i find these skis i'm really washy about like oh should i message this person oh i shouldn't message oh i'm gonna (laughs) well mm, uh." so i waited like a month Oh, God. Because I had seen these earlier in the season and considered buying them then. Sure. We get this day, and then I was like, ah, I need to get these. I waited another week. Same. They're still up. <laughs> and so <laughs> I messaged this lady at like noon, sure. 12.45 on Friday, hoping that she gets back to me. I can make it to the bank. Even if we meet up the next day, right. I can just, I can be ready to go. I didn't hear back until 9.30 last night. Bro. Saturday night. Huh? And then it was like a really quick couple messages back and forth. Yeah, these are still available. Cool. Would you take this price? Let me ask my son, because apparently she's selling them for for him. And then I just didn't hear anything until just now. Oh, what'd she say? She said, yeah. And we can meet up later today. So that's great. I'm I'm glad I get to like find them, but it shouldn't have been a three-day ordeal. That's the... Dude, that... Oh, man, if there's something that makes me mad, it's online selling. I know we've talked about it, but it's worth a quick reminder. If you are selling an online product and you're not responsive, don't sell an online product. Right. And she has a high rating on Marketplace. She has like a 4.8 stars and has sold 10 plus items. And I'm like, okay, you must just be like a really nice person because you be. you're you're not doing well right now. Dude, literally, I had one of the better 
uh, like sales experiences on Marketplace a few weeks ago. Yeah, we realized I had we have two Xboxes at our house, and yeah. both can do 4K and all the stuff. And so it's like, well, Madison's had just been sitting upstairs, and it's like the S or whatever. Yeah, and mine was the X, but I got it through law school points, which sounds like a made up thing. The company I worked for in law school basically paid us in money, but also they would have like bonuses as incentives and they had like a point reward system or whatever. And so we could get a fuckload of put like one of my classmates bought her wedding dress using these like points. Yeah. And so you could get a good amount of money. And right. so in my first year and a half I got like five hundred extra dollars and I used it to buy an Xbox One X right when it came out. And so to me that's essentially free. I got paid to buy it. Like and so any sort of return on investment was good for me. And I was like, well, I would rather have $350 or so than a second Xbox. Like, I mostly – I built my new PC. I play games on that pretty much 95% of the time at this point. Right. The Xbox is mostly like a Hulu and Netflix machine. And so I'm like, well, let's just use Madison's. Yeah. And so we ended up doing that, and I sold it. But here's the thing. I put it on – I took pictures of every side of it, took pictures of it working, and um, took pictures including, like, the controller and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Listed it, said, here's how I got it. Perfect working condition. Has been used basically not at all for the last two years. Right. I think I saw your post. It was a very, like, comprehensive post. Because it should be. If somebody's buying my shit and they're spending $350, I would want to know instead of the ones that are just like, yeah, it's a fucking square box. I don't know. Does what it's supposed to. Plugs in. Yeah, exactly. You're like, well, I would hope so. Does it? Do you know of ones that don't plug in? But will it kill? <laughs> will it blend? Um. So anyway, and yeah, and then I got a message probably 25 to 30 minutes later from a guy saying, hey, still available? Would love to pick this up from you. And I said, yeah, still available. Um, I'd be asking 350. He says, sounds great. I can meet you at this location at this time. Does that work for you? And I said, yes, it does. And I drove there with it in hand. And then he showed up exactly on time, Yeah, had the money in a little envelope, handed it to me, counted it, handed him the Xbox. Both went our separate ways. In and out an hour. Yeah. From listing to sold. Ugh. It was yeah. bliss, dude. I bought, a, I, bought a, I bought a microphone like that. Hey, is this available? Yeah, I can meet you here. Cool. This price? Yup. Pull up. Like, I had sent up a message. This is what my car looks like. That's the dude. I was just gonna say that's the big tip. If you're meeting up in a place like we we met up in a Perkins uh, yeah. parking lot. Like, there's no one there because they're close. Yeah. But if like I met at the mall for a KitchenAid one time, and I was like, "Hey, I'm in this car. Yeah. It's a color make and model. That's yeah. all you need." And yeah. then they tell you, and then you fucking instantly might meet by each other. It's so good. Right. Yeah. I, I bought a, a MacBook Air the same way. Hell like, yeah. And dude, we pulled up. I happened to get there first. He saw my car and literally pulled in next to Throw me. Throw over to you. Yeah. And we go, hey, how's it going? Good. You, money, thanks, bye. That was it. Dude, it's so good. But for <laughs> for every one of those, it seems like there's another one like this where it still works out, but you yeah. have to sit for three days. Yeah. Don't like um, it. I, found, I did find, on the same note, my favorite marketplace for uh, post and it's my favorite oh. because it's the worst and there, it's no wonder that it's still posted sure because it's the worst okay it says 2008 volkswagen passat 2.0 L, 2.0 turbo cool forty five hundred dollars that's that's the listing sure okay you go down it says description this is a 2008 volkswagen passat 2.0 turbo yep 
Got that that's from it. the heading. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> that's the whole. No description. more description. That's all you get. No, no mileage. Nothing like the pictures. Luckily, you can tell it's a manual. Yeah, you can tell it's a manual. You think? And... Well, Zane, I do know it's a 2008 Passat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's a Passat Turbo. Like the frust, the most frustrating part is there's like a picture where you can see the dash, but it's at an angle where you can't see like any of the information on the dash. So, and it's like no so idea why? how many miles is yeah. on this car. Nothing. Like that's that's a car at a price that I would buy tomorrow because sure. I'm in the market for a new vehicle right now, especially a um, 2008 Passat Wack. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I have zero information and I'm not about to message the guy for basic shit. Like, I just probably don't want to deal with you at that point. But it cracks me up every time I look at it. It is very funny. I like posts like that. I will say Kent posted one a few days ago on somebody's like, hey, no Valentine, but I got you this. And somebody posted and it was like a blunt. And then he <laughs> he copied or he like quote tweeted that. And it was a. I don't know if this is real. I have to assume it is, but it was listed in Missoula and it was on marketplace and it's a picture of a sausage on the <laughs> carpet. And it says, Jimmy Dean sausage, unknown variety, $7, $7 for a single link yeah. of breakfast sausage. That's on a couch unwrapped. <laughs> who, who is doing that? it's incredible like the thing is is i saw that i saw that post organically i did not i didn't see that kent had reposted it i like am on marketplace enough that i i too found it's so who has the time like it's obviously a joke but who has the time that was like when we had the it was like the animal bottle milkers or whatever or six plates for seven (laughs) dollars and you're like huh why are they just over a dollar yeah, very good. <laughs> Just make them a dollar each. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of nice, funny things I found on Twitter, there was one list that was, the tweet was basically like, hey, hun, who's in the group chat with you? And it says me listing the boys. I have a big fucking list right here. <laughs> and I want to read all of them to you. Because Perfect. I feel like we can pick out who we'd like to be the most. Maybe a top three. Yeah. Who's in the group chat, you say? Well, we got Fatty. And Jan Flip Flap, Indigo Pete, Laughing Jack, Nosy, Old Man, Toe Jam Sam, Toots, Oily Charlie, Assemblyman Murphy, Pill Garlic, Poker Sam, Elephant Bill, Antediluvian Jake, Red Antonio, Alkali Jim, Tin Can, Rambling Bill, Obadiah Dildock, Limerick, <laughs> Long Mary, Candy, Alligator Dick, Lengthy Mike, Laughing Jack, Sheet Iron Jack, Ugly Andy, Pea Ridge, Pie Biter, Rondo Jake, Dutchy, Whalebone Jack, Chicken Soap, The Wild Man of YOLO, Skip, Candy, The Sheeny, Bigfoot, Sixteen String Jack, Brocky Joe, Victor Emmanuel, Shorty, Hard Scrabble, <laughs> Little Jakey, Blueskin, Senator Pendergast, Cockney Jack, Spuds, Jim Crow, oh no, The Women in Blacks, Scarface, Chemise Joe, Barry the Burglar, Blackjack, Jersey Mike, Frenchie, Scotty, 
The Kid, Texas, Six-Toed Pete, Gypsy Frank, Batch, Slim Curly, Webfoot, Biz, Friday, Cheese, Cockeye, Clubfoot, Bootjack, Gutter Snipe, Sleeping Jesus, Windy Johnny, Sheepy, Cocky, Slippery Jim, Poker Sam, Happy Dick, Hog Eye, Champion Soap Eater, Dandy Ike, Shiner, Gypsy Frank, Snapping Andy, Baby Mine, Stinkfoot, Chin Do Wan, Shag Nasty, Idle Billy, and Muldoon. That's quite the chat. The single greatest assembly of names I have ever seen. I hope that he didn't even take uh, suggestions either. Like somebody just sat down and goes, I'm going to make a list of names. It looks like it's from an old fucking book, though, is the thing. Like, that's just a list of people. Maybe that's somebody's list of AKAs. Maybe that's like Lil Dicky, you know, the time traveler's wife. (laughs) Right. AKA Homicide. (laughs) They really call you Homicide? (laughs) (laughs) Let Um, me see if I can look it up because. (sighs) Because I have no idea. He wrote it in a note because you can get that kind of script in like. Your, your like it looks like somebody scanned your... it from an old book is the thing. <laughs> I hope so. And it I makes think... me laugh a lot because I don't know what this could possibly be from, and I can't find the tweet anymore. But I think I'd want to be like Limerick. Limerick, but I would good. hope that it was like L I M B R I C K. Oh God, <laughs> just Lim Rick. <laughs> yeah, this one's yeah, spelled like the Irish city, not yeah. I, I assumed. <laughs> um. There was like, another one way down in the middle, but like I can't keep track of that many right things. The, so. the Wild Man of Yolo is a good one. It's pretty good. Um, Barry the Burglar. Yep, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Champion Soap Eater. Um, I like Chicken Soap. I like Toots. That one's pretty good. <laughs> Lengthy Mike. Who, oh, speaking of Toots, Toots and the Mytals, they do. They're a reggae group. <laughs> okay. Um. And uh, they have a cover of oh fuck now I'm gonna I'm gonna do this dumb thing where I can't remember what the song is. Hell yeah, people um, love that bit. <laughs> but they just did a Jamaica remix of it, and it was so good. I'm gonna find it at some point. And Great. Maybe it'll be our intro song or something. All right. <clears throat> but back to the back to that. We uh, used to have a friend named Greasy Adam. <laughs> nice. That would have fit well on this list. I think Madison knows a Greasy Gus. That I mean, it's completely Which, I, possible. Right, right in there. <laughs> yeah. That is not out of the question, dude. In this same vein, though, the, I sub to a new uh, page called "This Name Is a Fucking Tragedy," but tragedy <laughs> is not spelled normally. It's spelled T R A D E I G H, and basically, <sighs> this just lists people's names that are spelled just like absolute insanity. Yeah. But the one that's made me laugh the most recently was this post, and it said, hey, looking for any good girl names. And that was it. That was the only request. <laughs> and somebody legitimately responded, because people take screenshots on like fo- or like Facebook or news right. stories they read or whatever. <clears throat> so this is a comment on some rando's Facebook. And it says, I have a Mildrew. <laughs> we call her Millie. 
but I also like Kribab. K R E B A B. Jankson. J A N K S O N. Crimston. C R I M S T O N. Milt. Almost went with this one. And Drown Yell. My favorite, because there was a TikTok trend that was like, teachers, what is the weirdest kid's yes. name you've had in class? Uh, one was twins, and one was Orangelo, and the other one was Yellowjello, and they were spelled like orange jello and yellow jello. Yellow jello. <laughs> Orangelo. <laughs> like, the problem is, it's like really fun to say. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. I there's so many just quality posts here is the thing. Oh. And I don't know why people are going out of their way. Dude, fucking to... Crimston. <laughs> oh no, Dude, Crimston is pretty funny. You coming over for Crimston this year? <laughs> um let's see. Hold on. There's so many more is the problem. Farkas is a good one. Farkas. <laughs> Some Dude. of these you can't even like, you can't even give them a nickname. No, what up, Fark? There's not even. <laughs> that's even worse. Big Fark. Yo, F, what's up? Farky Fresh. <laughs> Fark Ruffalo. <laughs> Fark Walver. <laughs> Farky Farky Fark. Fark. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude, somebody, somebody goes, got this off the Instagram reels. And the question was, what age did you have each kid at? And it says 32, but with 12 kids. <laughs> we got Chrisman, Jordan, Caleb, Jace, Cadence, Jessalyn. Okay, that was actually, Chrisman was the only one that was really horrible. Oh, well, that's like the girl who gorilla glued her hair. Her name was Tessica. That's, yeah. Dude, shout out Swinky. Swinky. Isn't that in the new Pokemon pack that came out at McDonald's? I think so. Dude, uh-uh. <laughs> Somebody goes, um, I am not, but my boyfriend is, and we're arguing over baby girl names. Spam me with all the super cute, unique, and girly names, please. And somebody goes, the name of my imaginary daughter is K-U-N-T-L-E-I-G-H. Nope. <laughs> So, <sighs> somebody goes. That... Should I should I name my son Cash or Cash? But it's just C A S H or K A S H. <laughs> Maybe you should put Q U A S H. That's dude. Hold on. Somebody is considering naming their daughter Etsy, but then they're considering also putting Betsy as the middle name. <laughs> you know what's unfortunate? Etsy Betsy. Um, and their last name is Spider, huh? Um, I guess Etsy, Betsy, Spider. Uh, the name Isis was really popular, like right. in the early two thousands, late nineties, and yeah, that's un- that didn't age well. That ain't gonna Sorry. that ain't gonna work anymore. Um, this one, I'm gonna spell this, and I'm gonna ask you how this is supposed to be pronounced. Okay. C T E A U G H P H A N E I G H. Stephanie? Yes, sir. 
<laughs> Once you put it up to the to the camera, like, and I could I could visualize it. <laughs> like, dude, somebody's name is Archibong. <laughs> dude, what was the other one that we found on uh, Facebook that was like their profile picture was just like hot dog water in oh a coffee god, pot? Oh my god! Yes, fucking! Oh my god! Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> Like Scrungo Bungus, I yes, think. It was is that Scrungo what Bungus? That's what I call Rocket all the time. I go, "Hi Scrungo, hi Bungus." I was wondering where that came from. I forgot about Scrungo Bungus. <laughs> Rocket's a Scrungo Bungus for sure. Oh man. Um th- dude, there's so many quality names on here. Fucking Archibong. Archibong. <laughs> Guys, tell us the tweet us the fucking wildest name you've ever seen. Because there's dude, shout out Wilma Dickfit. <laughs> Gotta love Wilma. Um some the funny part too is like some people post on here that like, hey, we're trying to be uh, cool about this. Yeah. But um You have to know better. But, like, they come on and they're like, hey, is this name a tragedy? And most people will say, like, no, not really. Yeah. Oh, on that if same post, yeah. Hi, having a baby boy would love to hear some unique names. Um, with the one with Jenkson and fucking Krabab. Krabab. <laughs> one of the comments from a person with no profile picture just says Leaf. <laughs> L-E-A-F. I like it. See, I can get behind that. Dude. The- <laughs> this is my boy Leaf. Happy Shut Leaf the- Erickson Day. <laughs> Dude, fuck this. The uh, m- Mom groups never disappoint. Topic was middle name. Danger, which is fucking tight, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kinlin Kai, K-Y-N-L-Y-N, is a middle name. Seems like more of a first name. I, just, I bet their first name is something like, the problem is, is like if your middle name is crazy like that, your first name probably is just like Reginald or like it's something very <laughs> right. proper. Right. And it's like like uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna say his name on here. We have That's a friend like that. Right. Um. Who his first name is like very normal. Sure. I have a couple friends like that, and they go by their middle name because their right. middle name is like kind of wild, but like not. Right. Um. Shout out Corbin. Q U A R B Y N. Ah, I hate it. I like I like uh, Tiffany, but it's T I F F I A N Y. Tiffany. 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 Shout out Maddox Riots. Riots is his middle name. M A T I X. What? R I O T S. I just. How do you get M A T I X? Shout out my boy Smokey Furman. <laughs> Dude, Eggly Ray? Uh-uh. That's... Eggly? Like yeah. E-G-G-L-Y? Yeah. Shout Stop. Out, shout out Bricks. B-R-Y-X. That's uh, King Losa's kid's name. Is Brixton. Bricks? See, it's Brixton Brick- sounds at least kind of cool. And they just call him Bricks. Man. Dude, I like K-V-I-I-I-L-Y-N. Killin'. Caitlin. <laughs> Are there eight Y's? Oh, it's, a it's Roman numerals. V-I-I-I. Uh, 
<laughs> no. Dude, dude, what do you ladies feel or think about the name H-A-Y-D-E-E-Z? Hades Jean. Last name Nuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Shout out Braytan. B-R-A-Y-T-A-N. <laughs> These are just so brutal, dude. Yeah, I, I'm curious if people have seen some... Wi- oh, no. Her teenager is named T-E-A-R-I-N. Taryn? 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 The name is sounds fine. Yeah. But... Why'd you spell it like that? W- yeah. T-R-U-X is a person's name. Trucks! I just feel like... Is that Mike? Mike Trucks? These kids are going to be so fucked in the future. Dude, well, there's studies that it, like, legitimately keeps you from getting jobs right. and stuff if you don't have, like... Uh, not not that you should be... No, I agree. Kept but out also of getting like, a job for your name. But, but also if, like, if you went out yeah. of your name to be original and... Or went out of your way to make an original and creative name... You have to know what comes with that. Right, there's objectively consequences like, for that. Like, prep your kid to just, like... Have iron skin. Right. Dude, we've got Bentley May, Braxton George, Hennessy Phelan, and Ferrarly Fallon. <laughs> Ferrarly? F-E-R-R-A-R-L-E-E. Jeez. Shout out Triffany. <laughs> and I said, what about breakfast, breakfast at Triffany? <laughs> said I think Why I, I my can't spell Richard. that name. Is a TikTok she was that a I'm dick. watching. <laughs> oh no! So anyway, tweet us the fucking wildest names you've seen because there are some real wild ones I'm learning out there. Wild, wild names. I thought my two middle names was a wild deal, but apparently not. <laughs> but it, uh, they're like regular names. They're regular names. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, I had a tra- mildly traumatic experience yesterday. Oh no. Um, and we don't need to stay on this long because it's probably insensitive, but okay. <laughs> I watched a kid break his leg yesterday. Huh? <laughs> we were sledding and these people went way up to the top of the hill and were scooting yeah, on that. this tube. They were on a two person tube and like luckily best, best case scenario, they missed this pine tree that was you know four feet in diameter like it was sure. a big big fucking tree but there were a bunch of saplings next to it and they hit <sighs> it and fucking straight up ripped one out of the ground like eh. and the one kid kind of like rolls over and then just like lays there right and like parents start moving that direction sure and then you just hear call 911 call 911 and then people like credit to all the people there who were like right. close enough to deal with it and whatnot that it was like somebody like specifically told somebody to call 911 like all the right. stuff you learn in first aid class that it's like right you everybody... specifically call 911 yes. if you just yell it it doesn't necessarily do anything cuz everybody yeah, else you have to say... start like organizing people cuz they're right. not going to necessarily organize themselves right and so like i'm not opposed to helping in situations like that or anything um but there's also just a time to stay out of the way. And right. so we we chose to stay out of the way because they had enough people dealing with it. Right. That, you don't um, want too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. But the yeah, this kid's foot was absolute sideways. Like it was not a good deal. Yikes. And so the hill cleared out immediately after. I was gonna that. say, yeah, I guess sledding becomes immediately a lot less fun after something like that. Yeah. Like every other parent there just kinda 
quietly walked over, grabbed their kid, and said, "Come on, it's time Let's to go. go. We're done for today." Yeah, and it we're done just until you can empty. forget that this happened. Yeah, yeah, and so so you're like, nice free sledding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully that kid's okay. Yeah, apparently, jeez, good lord, uh, dude, uh, fucking tube grooving is my favorite uh, s- sequel to Tub Thumping. Yeah. The TikTok where the dude, there's a guy, he, like, goes to labels. He pretends to oh, go right. to labels and, like, sing band songs or, like, what's your band's name? Oh, that's not important. <laughs> yeah. um, what? It, what? Okay, I'm just going to show you the song. He's like, no, we need to know the name. He's like, I get knocked down, down but I but get, I up, get again. up again. And then that just kind of, like, repeats <laughs> for a while. Listen the night away. Okay, but what's the name? <laughs> that guy kills me. Here's something that annoys me. Okay. And it's not like it annoys me to the point where I'm going to not be friends with you or anything. Oh, but no. people need to relearn <laughs> oh, how ellipses how ellipses work. And it's not you. Not I know. I was like, wait, Zine, wait. <laughs> Just people. Here's something that annoys me, Tyler. <laughs> um, I mean, no, like if you are making a statement, don't put an ellipses at the end. Okay. I have a question for you because I've noticed this a lot. Is it typically with people, let's say... 35 40 and above a lot of it is because i read an interesting thing about this because i have the same issue like a lot of it is facebook posts and stuff like that's what you see but if you're like texting me like i I got a a text from somebody we both know sure that that was like hey this thing dot Mm -hmm. dot dot and it's like if you had just made that a sentence that's fine i'm not gonna argue with you like right you're not like saying anything bad you're just telling me something right but you put the dot 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 there and i'm like are there other implications to this like well so what am i missing out on so again i like this topic because it's it falls right in line with the stuff that we looked at in college where it's like what are the implications you're non-verbals right and texting and messaging online and stuff like that is so difficult for like conveying anything other than yeah. just straight up objectivity mm-hmm. because there's no context clues. That's why emojis and things exist because they can add human context right. clues to non-human ways right. of communication. And so um, a big one is the ellipses. And I believe that the reason that folks who are older than us, but not necessarily old, but just yeah. people in a pre like online slash pre digital communication style. Uh huh use ellipses so often is because it functions as a, I might have more to say about this, but you know, I don't necessarily know if I do. Whereas to you and I, the context is dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Like, doom and Cause gloom. that's originally what it was for. Right. Um, I think it also comes through as like a, if you're using it to break up a sentence, like, Oh, I, it's essentially like a, oh, I want you to stop and think here kind of thing. Right. Like, that's how they intend it to come across instead of just, like, disjointed sentence fragments that don't necessarily make any sense when they're not just complete sentences. Right. And so, um, so yeah, people are looking into this, and basically somebody says, uh, an NYU professor, Elliot Borenstein, says, I think it's related to, though I hate exclamation marks, I use them a lot, or to how, though I hate exclamation marks, I use them a lot in my email, so my tone doesn't get misinterpreted as negative. Right. 
Um, Bornstein views the ellipsis as a perfect balance between the hard stop of a period and the excitement of an exclamation point. He yes. hadn't realized how they could be interpreted by passive aggressive by others. But now that I think about it, if I imagine a comment ending in an ellipsis read aloud by a millennial, I can imagine their voice going up at the end, a little smile, like they're indicating something ironic. But in my head, the tone doesn't go up. It just drifts off. Right. Which is exactly like I get a lot of emails uh, from folks that I work with, who, with that ended ellipses. And for the first six months, it freaked me the fuck out. And now I just understand it. And I like I, when I read it, it right. gets erased in <clears throat> my brain processing that. Right. But for the longest time, it was like, what am I missing? What am I not understanding? Because that to me means there's more here and I right. need to be figuring that out. Right. Like, like, am I supposed to be messaging you back with something that like acknowledges the point you made or like are we are you trying to open a dialogue about this right like, yeah the other thing on the same note is like you know how you text different people differently yes like depending on how your conversation was established like 100%. oh this person i always have to send exclamation points to and they'll probably think something is wrong if I'm not putting exclamation points in mm -hmm. the text just because that's how it started. And so you're kind of locked into that. Right. That's obnoxious as well. I, it, it is, but it also doesn't take very much effort to do. It just avoids a fight. No, no, and no. So, but it's like, right. I mean, and part Maybe of it's just, just being aware of it that it's obnoxious. Right. Well, and I think part of it, too, is like it's not necessary. It feels different because you're having to take more deliberate action to do it. But it's not necessarily that different than like. I don't talk to my boss and coworkers the same way I talk to you or friends that I play games with or whatever. True, true. And so in that sense, I think we're used to doing it in a social situation or like on the phone or in person. But right. over text, when you're writing it out, you're like, eh, do I really have to? Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Somebody, uh, linguist says, ellipsis dots always have had multiple interpretations. As with, punct or as with all punctuations... Um, they can be used purely phonetically to mark a pause in this case or semantically to imply something unsaid. And it's the latter that leads to the kind of comments that people are having issues with. Leaving something unsaid at the end of a sentence is invariably full of potential danger. Yeah. Technically, most modern day text messages and emails are rife with linguistic ellipses, meaning that the exclusion of unnecessary words and or phrases, for example, he will help and she will too but help would be in parentheses there missing. Right. While some may consider this an assault on the English language, it's really only natural. Technology's made the back-end work of communication practically instantaneous, with the only limit being, well, us and our comparatively sluggish <coughs> typing speeds. So our tendency towards omission makes sense. However, the linguistic ellipsis could not be more different than the literal, which seems to, if anything, slow down both the writer and reader as three dots are used to replace any and all forms of punctuation. Right. And so people just like them, and most people who are responding that use this said they're like, no, it just means I'm still thinking about it or that I, you know, may eventually have future thoughts on this. But it's not, haha, you need to figure out why I'm not. Right. Yeah. But that that's an interesting thing to me because for anyone my age, right, if I get we, – we just had a conversation. I, I feel like maybe it was Madison's parent, somebody, an adult in our lives, that, yeah. that call or sent like two texts that sounded fucking ominous. Yeah. And it like no punctuation. It's like if you get a text that a says, period. "So are we still on for dinner?" And if you put a question mark, that's just a normal text. If you right. put an ellipsis, it's like, "Okay, what did I? Right? What did, did I, I forget? Are you that, at dinner like, right now? Yeah." <laughs> well, and then two. Yeah, I think she sent one with no punctuation, and then one with a period. Mm -hmm. And we're like, "Okay, we fucked up. Where did we get it wrong?" Because again, the lines of communication, as far as we understand them, don't involve that. Right. But now we know. <laughs> right. And so, right, so that part is the, the uh, 
I won't say like annoying because it's not like bad, but it is definitely like, oh, fuck, I have to think a little extra about this because you're trying to decode. It's like getting a puzzle with no picture to work on. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, I can probably figure this out, but it's going to take me a little longer. Yeah. And I'm curious how how you I feel like I read context very well. Right. That's just I I don't know. That's just something like I feel like I do well. I I could be completely wrong. Sure. But I'm I'm curious how you develop that as a as a skill because you know you can like somebody will you'll talk to somebody they'll be all heated about something and they're like well what and they're like well look at this text and you're like okay well that looks like a normal text right. and it's maybe just the fact that you text like that or somebody you know does. And they don't receive messages like that <clears throat> well, right. and, consistently and, or anything. And to your point, you have to take it all in a full context, too. Like, right. if you get one message that doesn't fit the mold, fair to assume that that may be a different intent. Right. If you get half and half, well, maybe that's just how they communicate. Yeah. They're pork immunicators. Yes. Good at immunicating pork. Is it time for a twit twit tweet of the week? It might be time for a tweet of the week. Let me, uh, let okay. me check my notes real quick just to make sure there wasn't... God, I'm okay. I'm gonna search for this thing real quick. <laughs> In the meantime, I've been learning about stocks. That's oh, been my it thing. was the first one that just popped up. Great. Nice. Anyway, that's I it. did not save it. Yes, I no. Say I your, don't have say nothing to thing. continue on that. I was literally okay. filling time, but stocks have been fascinating. I've been learning stocks a lot. Stocks and bonds, everybody. So. There's a comedian named Matt Brogner who okay. has one of probably one of my favorite. Uh, stand-ups that's come out in the last, I don't know, little while, five years or so. Sure. Um, It was on Netflix for a while. I don't know where it is now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But dude talks about how (laughs) growing up, you have to, like, change your habits. Like, you can't go to the bar and order a um, Jaeger bomb and then Mm -hmm. sit there and sip on it. Right. Like, chat with your buddy sipping on a Jaeger bomb. You can't – you don't walk up and go – all right, everybody, stocks and bonds, and sip on a Jaeger bond, <laughs> or a Jaeger bomb. A Jaeger bond? <laughs> yeah, a Jaeger bond. <laughs> also, the Jaeger bombs video is it's untouchable. really is. Did you also other videos that are untouchable, though? Chance the Rapper's 1-800 fucking stunt? <laughs> it stunt me. Where did it come from? Nowhere. I Why love did... that Vic Menso is in it, too. Right. Because Vic is like... And not that Chance isn't, but Vic is like, he just got back from Ghana. He's right. been doing all this like charity work. Like he put out this song with Chance and Wycliffe recently that's like, mm-hmm. oh man, you like are saying some stuff. Like he's really trying to do the right stuff for Chicago. Right. And then he's bench pressing in a fucking fake stuntman video for it Chance just, the Rapper. <laughs> to, but, and that's the thing. I don't. It wasn't to promote anything, I don't think. I think no, it was just, it was just he a skit. and his friends were bored and made a fucking skit. And I love that. I would take more of that, honestly. It was incredible. That was, like you said, one of the funnier things that has come across my feed in a while. Just because it was so out of the blue, too. Like, <laughs> Just no reason for it. But I'm glad it exists. Yeah. That was great. Dude, um, I got... Oh, go ahead. Did you have a, a topic? Or? No, I just had Tweet of the Weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I found my thread. Hell yeah. <clears throat> if you don't mind diving Please, into it for a minute. Let's. Um. Uh. So mm. this, this, uh, Ask Reddit was, what fan theory do you 100% tra- accept as true? Sure. Um. I have to pick one that, like, 
Um, Makes sense. I know the reference. Okay. Because like this first, the top <clears throat> voted one, uh, I don't know who this guy is. Oh. And so I can't really say that. So <clears throat> this is the second one. Not sure if this counts, but Donkey from Shrek being one of the kids from Pinocchio who turned into a donkey is pretty mind-blowing. Hmm? So you know in the original Pinocchio, yeah. he gets eaten by the whale, and then he ends up at the kids' camp thing. Right. And the longer they're there indulging in their alcohol, cigars, debauchery, they right. start turning into donkeys, and then they get ship- shipped off wherever. Oh, fuck, right. And that donkey who ends up with Shrek, is one of those kids. Yo. Okay. <clears throat> um, that one's about Star Wars. I won't get into that. Okay. Miguel and Tulio may not be gods. This is from uh, uh, The Road to El Dorado. Uh, yeah. Um, may not be gods, but the armadillo that follows them around absolutely is. It's just helping them out because they saved it from being eaten. Okay. That armadillo a, definitely yeah. like Hooks saves them their up. skin a lot. Often, yes. I like that one. Right? So this one says, I agree. This is responding to that one. Sure. When the volcano is going off, he is chasing a butterfly. And when Tulio yells, stop, Bebo, Bebo is his name, yeah. uh, stops chasing the butterfly as well. It even keeps cutting to Bebo during their conversation. Another one is his ability to walk on walls and change direction midair during the game. Him accidentally... Ha- uh, helping out or, or helping come up with a plan for the boat at the end amongst other things. Mm-hmm. So like he knocked, he knocked down the little right. thing to cause the flood, all that stuff. <clears throat> um, That's a good one actually. Yeah. These are all different than the ones I saw initially. Like that's okay. I mean, that's fine. It's with been, me. yeah. Uh, in Ratatouille, the old lady in the beginning of the movie living in the house next to the river mm-hmm. is the food critic Anton Ego's mother. In the flashback scene where he eats the ratatouille, you can see similarities of the house from the beginning, her face, and I think the bridge. Mm. I like yeah, ratatouille. which would also explain why Remy is able to make ratatouille that tastes exactly like that because. Fucking there. what, bro? Huh? Wild. <clears throat> The Jetsons and the Flintstones are living in the same time in a dystopian future. I like that one. Where the haves live above the cloud and the have-nots are stuck on a wasted earth. Right. Um, The signs include that the Flintstones celebrate things like Christmas and other holidays, which doesn't make sense, and that the great gazoo alien appears in both series. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I could see that. It's dark, but I like it. Yo, this one has to be good. The town from Footloose is the same town from Tremors. The ban on dancing wasn't a puritanical attempt to control the youth. The town elders were aware that the graboid of the graboid threat and banned dancing out of the fear that it would cause rhythmic vibrations, waking up the creatures sleeping below the town. Kevin's Kevin Bacon's character in Footloose stayed in the town, growing up to be his character in Tremors, at which point he has to try and contain the danger he inadvertently released. <laughs> I love that. That's phenomenal. Dude, these are really good. Right? That's I'm I'm mad cuz I found this like 2 weeks ago and then it disappeared. Hey, and you know, I didn't think okay. to just search it cuz I'm an it idiot. Yeah. And so here we are. Uh I'll read I, I'll read like one or two more. Yeah. Um James Bond's primary purpose is to be a distraction to keep attention off spies who actually spy. 
Villains and other spies know him. He rarely takes an alias. He makes his presence known early on and keeps messing up operations for the villains, but other spies have already infiltrated their ranks and work while Bond does as much visible damage as possible to keep the others safe. I, yeah, that's interesting. I could see that. Because he kind of just, just comes in and fucks shit up and leaves. Like, mm. Let's get one more. Yeah. This one, okay. Glinda dropped Dorothy's house on the Wicked Witch of the East, not the tornado, and uses her to gain control of Oz. One of the first thing Glinda tells Dorothy is that she killed the witch. They praised her so she'll accept it. And when the Witch of the West comes along, who killed her sister? Dorothy. Glinda puts the ruby slippers on Dorothy's feet, but does not tell her that she could use them to go home. Instead, she sends Dorothy to Oz in possession of objects uh, that a witch would murder her for. Dorothy being forced into a situation where her only salvation is Oz and her worst enemy is the queen inadvertently exposes the Wizard of Oz as a fraud and murders the Witch of the West. (laughs) Now who's left to rule Oz? Glinda, fucking Witch of the North. She uses Dorothy as an expendable pawn to gain control of Oz without having to leave her bubble. And when Dorothy is done upheaving the two biggest powers in Oz, Glinda sends her home and makes her think it was all a dream. Damn. I like that most of these are just, like, dark undertones to what is yeah. otherwise a good story. I like that, though. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were some weird ones about, like, Kermit the Frog inadvertently caused 9-11. No. <laughs> Stuff like that. We're going to stay away from those, I think. <laughs> so, Tweet of the Week. So, Tweet of the Week. Steve Zaragoza says, Horny on Main would be a good name for a trumpet store. <laughs> let me find my my saved quotes madison my beautiful wife says it's fun being married to an attorney because anytime someone makes me upset i can dramatically say i'm calling my lawyer and it's me really just calling my husband to complain about said person <laughs> i saved so many weird tweets uh this one is Sarah Archer at Sarah Archer M. Every chef right now. Today I'm going to show you how to make something simple with ingredients everyone has in their pantry since you can't go to the store. I'm starting with Madagascar vanilla, hemp milk, and a single feather from a dodo bird. True. (laughs) This one's from Will Peppa Pot. And it says, rap beef is funny when you think about it. Two or more grown men so angry they're driven to recite poetry over an instrumental. (laughs) Uh, this comes from Alice Wetterland. Why is the divorce rate among socks so high? That's a great question. It's really out, you know, off the charts. My last one here comes to us from Wiley Peyote, who says, you ever think about your three in real life friends who follow you on Twitter and how they wish they didn't know all this? <laughs> uh, this one comes from Andrew Nadeau. Uh, If you don't get hired for an unpaid internship, it literally makes no difference. Just show up and start working. What are they going to do? Pay you? That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I've been paid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, this has been a good episode. I think so. A pleasure seeing you as well. Tell us 
the weirdest names you've heard, and uh, let us know if you have any crazy fan theories. Tweet I love us a good fan theory. Ding Dong Podcast. Email us fa- at dingdongpodcast at gmail.com. My favorite fan theory. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Dude, we'll shout out real quick. We'll shout out. Um, we did get one Ding Dong email from Christian Nyhart who says, long time, first time. Hey, long time, first time here. Just have one thing I would like to say after listening to the podcast. Tased goat. Peace, Christian. <laughs> 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 all right and on that we're gonna wrap it up bye, bye.